Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse Half Price Sale on now. Get big brand vitamins and cosmetics for half price. Teaser C Supply. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Grand finals are known for special performances. Here comes Dusty. He's shaping up for a fourth. Sewell's there. He leaves it for Buddy. Oh! Oh! Around the body goes Chewy Joe. From inside the centre square. Boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. And in the biggest week in footy, we've brought in these three dead set legends to get you ready for the grand final. That's pretty normal for us. Joey Montagna, Jay Z Clark, and Kath Lockman. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends Grand Final Week Edition. Good morning, team. How are we? Jay-Z's put a little bit more effort into his appearance today. He's looking sharp. Joey, good morning. Good morning, Kath. Morning, Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay got a little bit self-conscious yesterday with some of the... <laughs> did, well, just some of the, uh, the the filming from uh, from our show, and they go online, and Jay-Z just wasn't happy with his hair, so he's given it a little <laughs> little bit of product in it this morning and all those sorts of things. But good to be back. It's uh, yeah Wednesday morning, and we're gearing up. We are getting ready for the grand final. I'm looking forward to that. Did my homework yesterday, Kath, to try and figure out why the Sydney Swans could win. And I tell you what, after the work I did yesterday, I'm more bullish that they can actually win this grand final. You've done a deep dive. Done a deep dive. We'll get into that maybe tomorrow, but we'll just touch on it later this show. But uh, plenty happening grand final week. Well, Joey, I noticed you're wearing a darker jumper this morning. That's probably (laughs) to mitigate the risk of you pouring something on you or spilling something on yourself like a coffee and orange juice, something like you you did yesterday morning. But you're right. I did sort of have some feedback yesterday about some of the social media videos. What did your wife, Jane, say? Um, she always thinks I look fabulous, but generally speaking, <laughs> it did look like I was a character out of Lord of the Rings yesterday. My hoodie and my hair was all flat, so I did put a bit of zhuzh They're in They're not there. very flattering cameras, are they? Some, something about the lighting. Yeah, here. the lighting. This, yeah. Anyway, hey, we've got a jock a jock-a-block? Jock-a-block <laughs> show coming up. Uh, Drew Bolton, Harry Taylor, Suzanne Guthrie. I can't wait to talk to her. The mother, of course, of Cam and Zach, so she's going to be in for a nervous weekend. At least the brothers play on the same team, not opposing mm-hmm. teams. That would be difficult. Jay-Z, quite the confronting and tough read this morning on the ABC website. Hawthorne Racism Review to allege that former coaches separated First Nation players from families and demanded a pregnancy termination. That is the headline. You have spoken to Hawthorne this morning. Can you briefly summarise this this story and also what the Hawks have had to say? Yeah, it's a troubling report. There's no doubt about that. So as you say, it relates to a relatively recent period of time in terms of Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan's uh, time at, at the Hawthorne Football Club. And, and as you say, um, there has been a uh, an investigation into First Nations people's experiences at the Hawthorne Football Club and their families' experiences. Experiences. And there is some really disturbing allegations in here, as you mentioned, in particular how one player uh, was encouraged uh, to terminate um, uh, their pregnancy. Now, this is an allegation at this stage, but a very uh, serious one. There's also information there and details about how a player was um uh, separated or encouraged to be separated uh, from his partner, SIM cards removed from phones, um, uh, for example. And all, all you know, the, the football club, what this is alleging is the football club is really alleging that player cut all ties um, with their partner and 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 their child together. And in particular, the, the, 
the uh, termination of the pregnancy is really horrific reading. So I've spoken to the Hawthorne Football Club um, this morning, and um, while it is all alleged, they're not shying away from uh, some of the troubling details in this report. It does say that Hawthorne Senior Management was handed the report two weeks ago, and that that includes um, information relating to about 20 Indigenous players, Joey, from that time. So it is pretty broad in scope, but I have spoken to Hawthorne, and it's issued this statement. Earlier this year, the Hawthorne Football Club engaged external First First Nations consultants to liaise with current and former First Nations players and staff to learn more about their experience at the club. This important work has raised disturbing historical allegations that require further investigation. Upon learning of these allegations, the club immediately engaged the AFL integrity as is appropriate. The club will continue to provide support to those who have participated in this process. Their well-being remains our priority. Almost finished, it goes on to say, while the process indicated the current environment at the club is culturally safe, it also recommended that some of the club's current First Nations training and development programs should continue to be strengthened. The club places the best interests and welfare of our players and staff as our number one priority. Given the matters raised are confidential, the club will not provide any further comment at this time. So... After the whole the Cyril Rioli report, um, Joey, and, mm. and that that was sort of um, reported months ago, where I was Sil- just about to ask, was this triggered by the Cyril Rioli reports? Essentially, yes, from the Hawthorne Football Club. So Cyril and his partner Shannon um, have made some complaints about some of their experiences, which they say led to his premature retirement um, from the AFL. Clearly, there was a fallout there with uh, the president uh, Jeff Kennett, and that that has been widely spoken about and reported already. So after that, um, Hawthorne initiates this investigation into First Nations people's experiences at the football club. And as we say, um, there are some horrific allegations in it. So it is traumatising for a lot of these players and and their families, as it says in the report. So um, this will be a very, very big story. Remember, we had the Collingwood Do Better report Mm. um, about a year ago, Joey, and that was treated with the utmost seriousness. And the, the Collingwood Football Club, you know, has, has intended to go forward and improve some of their programs and, and practices. I feel like Hawthorne is very much in a similar space. And these allegations, as we say, while only alleged, are uh, horrific to read. It is a really tough read. And, and some of the statements from the woman involved, well, there's there's a few stories, but mm-hmm. one of the stories of the woman involved, I don't think they, they've been named, diff, given different names um, to protect their privacy, but she says Hawthorne says it's the family club, yet they tore ours apart. They broke his spirit, speaking of a partner who was a player at the Hawthorne Football Club. They broke his spirit as a proud Aboriginal man. All I ever wanted was to become an AFL footballer, is what the player says. So it's, gee, it's really, it's, they're they're shocking allegations. Shocking. So they are the allegations. You talked about encouraged to, um, a ball. It says here, this is the quote, Clarkson leaned over me. So this is from a player. Yep. Clarkson leaned over me and demanded that I needed to get rid of my unborn child. I was manipulated and convinced to remove my SIM card from my phone so there was no contact between my family and me. Yeah. This is this is a whole new level from the Do Better report for the Collingwood Football Club. This yep. is shocking. It is. So you'd think that Alistair Clarkson has just been announced as the North Melbourne coach. Um, and Chris Fagan, who's currently the Brisbane coach, um, they, they, they're going to be asked or they're going to have to respond to this in, in some sort of fashion. So 
Um, yeah, huge ramifications, and we're still just digesting it yes. uh, at all. But, you know, in terms of the lead-up to the grand final, this has the real potential to overshadow things over the next couple of days. They are just allegations, aren't they? So we, we sort of believe well, they, there would be another side. The story for Hawthorne at the moment have only just released a statement, but we're certainly expecting to hear more from Hawthorne today, would you think, Jay? Possibly. I mean... Or do you uh, think it's more well, the AFL now that need to... They'll definitely have to acknowledge this and the seriousness um, of it. As we say in the Hawthorne statement, they do acknowledge um, uh, they do acknowledge that the investigation has taken place, and there are some, you know, there are there have been some serious issues raised out of it. So, yeah. you know, I don't think they're they're shying away from it uh, at this stage, but it is it is hugely troubling. I mean, it says the important work has raised some disturbing historical allegations that require further investigation. Right. Mm. So um, they're, they're not backing away from it, the Hawthorne Football Club, and, and nor should they. We'll have more on this today and throughout the day. No doubt, as you said, it's going to be a massive story in the lead-up to the AFL Grand Final. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Dead Set Legends, Triple M. And we have to touch on Craig McRae because he has led Collingwood on an almighty fairy tale ride this year. They fell just short of the Grand Final, but from 17th, to a prelim final, he was named the AFL Coaches Association Senior Coach of the Year, the Alan Jean Senior Coach of the Year. Well deserved. Oh, absolutely. He's the pipe. He's footy's pied piper. Let's be honest. At Collingwood, he, he jiggles along playing his little flute, and all the Collingwood players sort of merrily dance along uh, behind him. What I love about Craig McRae <laughs> is he did it his way. Yes. You know, he he didn't want to pretend to be the sort of the hard ass coach and the disciplinarian or whatever. He's an absolute lover, and you saw it when the whole Jordan Degoe situation went down. He was saying things like, "I just want him back at the football club so I could give him a hug. I just want him to be around him." So it's that sort of affection and connection, similar in style to the 2017 program at at Richmond, just an absolute bond. And quite clearly, Joey, when you talk about his tactical acumen, right, and and, and his football IQ, he completely changed the way Collingwood played on offense this year. Well, there is always and there is always a coach in most years that gets a bit of a jump on the competition with an advanced game plan. So you think back to Clarko's cluster in 08, and it took Hawthorne all the way to a premiership and then our St Kilda teams at Ross Lyon with our team defence that went to another level and so on. Everyone, the Western Bulldogs handball game and teams have been able to, to, to almost win premierships or snatch premierships in some ways or ahead of their time because of mm. tactics. And Craig McRae's game plan and style to allow the players to just play aggressive through the corridor, take the game on, risks associated that has been sort of um, taken out of football because of the, the the effects of getting scored against, I think might revolutionise a little bit of the game because I think now other coaches will look at that and say, right, can we implement a bit of that in our game plan? If we are behind, let's not just hope that we're going to kick four goals in, in 10 minutes. Let's actually make it happen and, and play a bit like Collingwood because it was so effective, their style, when they played that mode. So I think it's going to be great for the game yep. because I expect more teams like what we've seen yep. with the changes to Geelong, the way they've played this year off the back of Richmond's game style a few years ago where they were taking more territory. That's made the game better. And I think Craig McRae's coaching style will continue to make the game look better. High pressure, quick and direct, uh, more frenetic, more scoring, very Richmond in style. You do a magnificent TV show on Fox called Best on Ground, Kath. And you sit with Thank Nick Rewalt, John Brown, and Nathan, Nathan Buckley. Buckley. How do you think he is handled emotionally this stunning rise of the Magpies this year. It must be a bit, but it's bittersweet for him. Oh, he's handled himself with the pure class yeah. all year, but you'd have to have mixed emotions, wouldn't you? Because Isn't it human? It would be. It I is, mean, there's, there's clearly a lot of pride and he wants to see all 
all his players do well and he wants to see the club thrive. But, I mean, it's it a little be, bit awkward, isn't it? When you leave the club and they go on this amazing fairytale run to a grand final. And yep. as, he, as he said publicly, don't forget, they did play in a grand final 2018. They played finals in 2019. They had a dip. They had one yep. really bad year. They did. Yep. It fell apart for them. Unfortunately, yep. then he loses his job. But maybe he saw it because he said at the start of the year he absolutely thought they could play finals. So... Uh, maybe it surprised the rest of us, but not people at Collingwood. Troy Chaplin was assistant coach of the year, so look, watch out for his name in terms of senior coaching opportunities in years to come. Defensive coach at Melbourne. Yes. Yep. And also, I want an update on the Essendon coaching situation because they need to announce their coach and CEO quick smart because the trade period just around the corner. And basic question, but we haven't covered it off. Who are we going for on Saturday? Geelong because, for me. Why? Well, I'm from there. So Okay. Are they actually your team? Mm, sort of, but I don't feel a sort huge of. connection. Well, I went to 92, 94 grand finals. We lost in 89, 95 as well. <laughs> we, I say. So I, I grew up as a Geelong supporter. Now I'm a bit, uh, you know, more neutral. I hope. Joey? No, I, I'm a neutral. I don't care. I just want to see a good game. No, of but you've got to pick someone. No, why? You can't sit on the fence on grand final day. I do all the time. I don't. It doesn't phase me who wins. I just want to see a great game. I, I don't get barracked for one of the two teams. <laughs> Have you got to side with someone. Why? It's What's just part of the day and part no, of the experience. No, it's not. Heaps of people just, ride the emotions of one team. You can't ride the emotions if you don't break for those teams. No, I think it's – I don't really break for any teams when I'm watching footy. As Working in the industry, I just want to see a good game. That's what I hope for every time. I know – there are some supporters, particularly Collingwood supporters, that think I barrack for them to lose or you barrack for these teams. That's, <laughs> that's nonsense. You did look a bit flat when they oh, kept winning. They kept that. saying that, didn't they? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the cameras in the radio, not sure what you meant to look like, but I just want a great game of footy. Well, I'm jumping on the Swans bandwagon because Jude Bolton is going to join us next. Good. Jude Bolton to kick a steadier, bounce oh, and bounce through. Delivering to Bolton. Yes! Jude's got tricks we didn't know he had. Jude Bolton. He is a two-time Premiership player, Sydney Swans legend, and also one of our very own Triple M, Jude Bolton. Good morning. Morning, Kath, Jay-Z, Joey. How are we? Uh, great to be speaking uh, with you, Jude. Of course, the grand final stage, the big premiership decider. Oh, I think you did it three times in your career, didn't you? 2005, 2006, and then 2012. You know it better than anyone, uh, Jude. Can I ask, how did you how did you feel? I know you played in a couple and you're a bit older for the, for the last one. How, how did you feel on grand final morning? Were you a nervous sort of grand final preparer? Were you cool as a cucumber? How did you go on the big day? You're really torn, to be honest, Jay-Z. I think you, you can sort of wake up on grand final morning and think, this could be one of the best days of my life, or it could be one of the worst. And that's, <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I sort of had a little bit of you know, nerves before, but this the sheer excitement of running out, running out that concrete cavern out onto the MCG and then just the, the energy that goes into your lungs. And you, I, I can still feel it now, just the, the buzz of just the crowd lifting and stuff like that when, when the team sort of enters the field. And I think... That's the excitement that many of those guys will experience on the weekend. And uh, you, you just are still jealous even now. You just wish you could be part of it. How does it change? How does the experience change the more times you, you feature in a grand final? Because we've got players on, on Saturday who it will be all unknown to them. It will be their very first AFL grand final. Then you've got the veterans, Joel Selwood, Buddy Franklin, who, who know what it's all about. But how does it change uh, once you know what you're in for? 
I think it's just uh, just just knowing that you can just soak it all in really quickly and then just focus on the footy first and foremost, Kath. I think um, those it just probably takes a little bit longer as a young player just to go, oh my god, I'm still in a grand final, and you still even have those moments even throughout the throughout the game or. You know the momentum changes, and you sort of go, "This is huge." Whereas the whereas the more experienced players, are just like, "Okay, let's go and execute. Let's go and focus." And I mean, also, it just it just staggers me that it's fortieth fortieth mm. finals game. So, um, you know, no nerves at all. And sometimes the older players slot more desperation because they know there's not too yeah. many more opportunities mm. left. Where the youngsters sometimes take it for granted and just presume they'll get back there again. Hey, Jude, what do you think will be the key for the Sydney Swans to try and upset this Geelong juggernaut that no one's been able to beat for a few months now? But, gee, if one team can do it, the Swans are flying. But how can they get it done? Oh, for me, Joe, it's, you've got to navigate their defence. I mean, the, we saw the Lions just couldn't couldn't cope with the, the extra man in defence and just navigating that number. So whether it is, you know, some chaos balls, just changing angles, um, just ensuring there's even numbers in their front half. And then, you know, when they're going forward, um, so when Geelong are going forward, they've just got to defend stoutly like they have. They've got to be able to really just bring bring the ball to ground and um, and then get it going from there. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's going to be a fascinating game. Around the footy, um, I think the Swans can match them. They've got a really good midfield. They take the game on with their, their foot skills. So... This is going to be a really good tactical battle and, and the coaching boxes will be uh, working overtime to just try and get the ascendancy at various stages. And a player who's going to be crucially important, if he does get up, is Sam Reid. I mean, he's, his yeah. role this year has been enormous. Have you got any inside word? Have you just spoken to anyone around the camp about how he's tracking? Yeah, I think they'll give him until t- at least Friday, perhaps even, uh, you know, I think he'll be named and then, um, uh, like, they'll make just that final decision on whether the, whether he's right or not. But yeah. um, he's certainly going to have a crack at getting up. Um, yeah, there's, there, there might be a little strain or something like that there. But, um, you know, he's so critical to their, 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 their lineup, as you mentioned, Joey. And um, for someone in his latter, latter stages to be having such an influence down there, the structure, his ability to uh, be an aerial threat, and that's why they put Darcy Moore on him uh, first and foremost. Uh, they thought, you know, Buddy wasn't going to be the aerial threat. They thought, uh, you know, Sam Reed was. So, um, hence the change happened after he went off. Speaking to Jude Bolden, Sydney legend and uh, tough nut, I think main training is on Thursday for the Swans, Joey. It'll be a closed session of the SCG where uh, Sammy Reed will be put through his paces. Hey, did you guys do anything different in grand final week, Jude? Um, you know, under Ruzi, did you have any sort of special grand final team dinners or did you do anything um, different in the build-up to the big day. Obviously, it's a massive occasion and all the players are aware, but is there anything um, in your time that you did, any special meetings or anything that you did, you know, to try and, you know, prepare for the occasion that was different to normal? Yeah, so probably one of the ones, one of the meetings was when we first got back from the prelim final. Um, Andrew Island was just such an incredible administrator. He'd been through uh, big grand finals and successful grand final pushes uh, with, uh, with the Brisbane Lions. So then he just sort of mapped out the week for us and just sort of said, guys, turn your phone off. You know, you're going to get bombarded by requests for tickets, but trying to keep it as, as normal as possible. Um, it is a different week. Of course it is. There is just excitement. And there's times where you feel like you're, you're just thinking about the game when you haven't done so during the week normally. So um, trying to just have those moments where you can switch off and enjoy it and then soak it up like this, particularly for up in Sydney. Um, you're not, you're not used to like big media throngs or fans coming to the uh, to training sessions, so that is just so different. Um, so I think just enjoying it for what it is, and then 
and then making sure that uh, you're ready for the game. And the feeling before we let you go, Jude, the feeling on the final ser- final siren. You oh. did it in 2005, did it in 2012. What was that exhilaration like? Ah, uh, you just, you wish you could bottle it, uh, Jay-Z. <laughs> you, you wish you could just sip on it and just go, there's the iconic for the day. Uh, uh, give me some. <laughs> no, exactly. No, um, oh, it's just pure elation. And also just the, the heartache to get there. You know how hard the pre-seasons are and the, 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 the you know, you get bashed from pillar to post during the season, whether that's why the media, by your own fans at times, you know, I, we've certainly uh, experience being booed off the SCG when you're playing really poorly, but then to be able to say, okay, we're taking this Premiership Cup back yeah. home and we're going to celebrate from now, it's pretty amazing. Hey, Jude, we appreciate your time. We know you are a man in demand this week with your Swannies in the Grand Final, so enjoy Grand Final Day and thanks again for your time. Cheers, Kath. Cheers, Jay-Z. On you, Jude. Hey, Jude. Now, we like to be fun and, and lighthearted, but there is uh, some serious news doing the rounds this morning and it's a very confronting report about... Uh, the treatment of First Nations players at Hawthorne, and this is from quite recent times, Jay-Z, because when Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan were both at the club, and the report on the ABC of um, harrowing accounts of, of players, past players, and, and their experiences and their partners' experiences, it's it's a really tough read. They're really um, horrific reading. And as you said, this is quite a, a recent um, investigation. This refers to really the past sort of 20 years. So this is not sort of decades ago. Right. This is um, in in modern times. And, and it you... was triggered by the Silvioli reports, uh, where Silvioli spoke to Caroline Wilson in The Age about he and his partner's um, experiences at Hawthorne and, and what led him to, to quit the AFL. Yep. And then this has triggered this report of, of Hawthorne uh, investigating the treatment of First Nations so, players at their club. So it was commissioned by the Hawthorne Football Club and they have investigated or spoken to uh, Indigenous players and First Nations players and their families about their experiences at the Hawthorne Football Club and really disturbing allegations um, in it. A really important story and probably one of the biggest stories in the AFL world of the past few years at first glance, really, because um, in this story, players and their partners are talking about how they were encouraged um, to essentially terminate their pregnancy in in one account, um, which is shocking. Also, where the club and club officials have essentially um, told the player to cut ties with their partner and their families, um, and you know, making derogatory comments about their standards of living and and things like that. So, um, I mean, the Collingwood do better report from last year was a really big uh, wake up call uh, for the industry, but this is uh, gone to another level. So, well, these are shocking allegations. These are allegations yep. of of partners of players having to abort uh, yep. an unborn child, uh, having to move away uh, suburbs heavily pregnant because they don't deem that suburb to be the right fit. Yep. Um, asking partners to stay away, those partners who lived interstate and, and would travel to Melbourne to come visit their, their partners. It's it's pretty horrific. So, so it it is going to create some sort of uh, shockwaves throughout yep. the, the com- not only the footy community, but the entire community. And we're three nights away from the AFL yep. grand final. This is meant to be the biggest week of the AFL calendar. And they've, they've got this shocking report to, to have to um, discuss. And there were more than 20 First Nations players as part of the review. So that yep. is uh, quite broad. ABC Sport has spoken to three families uh, of players. And as we said, the allegations are quite harrowing. This will be a massive story um, that will really continue on for days and weeks. The Dead Set Legends, Triple M.
Hey, we've got a very special guest on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. She is the proud mother of Cam and Zach Guthrie. She is Suzanne Guthrie and she joins us now. Suzanne, good morning. Welcome to Dead Set Legends. I'm going to get straight to the hard-hitting questions. Which is your favourite child? (laughs) Good morning, Kath, Joey and Jay. Oh, my favourite child is all of them. So cannot split them. They're all fabulous. Oh. Are they? Do they get nervous, uh, Suzanne? How do you think they're going to go on a grand final morning? I'm sure you're going to check in or send a text. You're going to have breakfast together. How do you think they're they're coping um, with the nerves of the, the massive occasion? Well, they're going pretty well. We actually popped in to see them both yesterday. And um, just because we won't see them before the game um, unless, well, we are going to the grand final parade, but we won't actually get to chat to them. I usually do send them a text uh, with a little bit of advice, not too much. So, um, yeah, no, I probably I think my main message this week will be that they can make things happen. What's your so, advice? What's your advice? I think it'll be they can make things happen. Mm. Oh, so okay. just, yeah, just go with it. You can do it. So and love it. What kind of emoji do you put in the text? You go the thumbs up, you go the love <laughs> oh, heart. Like my parents' emoji no, it's sometimes. Always, it's always the kiss with the heart. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Suzanne, which which one of the boys has probably surprised you more this season? I mean, Zach at the start of the year probably wasn't in the best team and he's been excellent all year. And Cam's elevation to being one of the – the stars of the competition has been a great story as well. From your perspective, mm. who's probably been the biggest surprise out of the two boys that you probably didn't see them going this well? Uh, well, I'd have to say, Zach, just because he's, you know, he's sort of had his challenges along the way, but he's, yeah, just remained positive. He's continued to set goals. Uh, he's been fantastic with persevering all season or really over his career. Um, and, you know, it's fantastic to see that he's getting now rewards for all of his effort. I mean, I am, you know, very proud of Cam as well because I think he's sort of keeps keeps just chipping away, working on different areas as well as Zach uh, to keep improving. So, yeah, really proud of both of them. And both are hard nuts. There's no doubt about that, uh, Suzanne. Now, take, yeah. me, take me back 20 years because you've got two other boys as well, Josh yes. and Ben. I know Ben is a great yes. footy reporter for uh, AFL.com.au and a lovely yes. bloke. What was your backyard like? Because I can imagine the <laughs> footballs and the cricket balls and basketballs <laughs> must have been flying around everywhere. Yes, yes. Well, there were a few broken windows and they were only because of the balls. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that that was all okay, so long as no one got hurt. Um, we did actually lay some um, some water buffalo grass a couple of times, um, but that just didn't survive. Um, we ended up with complete. Um, another just dirt uh, everywhere in the backyard. So we had to think about getting some instant turf. Uh, some, um, some, <laughs> Worn out the grass. <laughs> yeah, 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 some instant turf. And uh, so that was sort of the solution for that. So, um, yeah, no, it was pretty – I mean, they all got on really, really well and they were lucky they had one another and um, there was always a game going on with at least two, three, four. So, yeah, it was was fantastic, fantastic times. Hey, Suzanne, before we let you go, you and your husband, Andrew, what sort of supporters – and fans are you? Do you get yes. nervous? Are you the one that watches everything? Do you turn away? What sort of fans yeah. are you and supporters? Um, no, I'm not nervous this week. I was very nervous last week. Mm. Um, no, we're, we're pretty quiet. We probably internalise a lot. We 
I've learned to analyse a lot, so as well <laughs> as well as Andrew. I'm not quite up to his level, but um, yeah, we just yeah really watch the game very very closely, and then we can sort of chat about it afterwards with the kids. And yeah, it's it's fantastic. Love it. And Suzanne, a more normal prep for you because in the 2020 Grand Final, you yes, guys had to quarantine mm. in the NT at Howard Springs before the um, the Grand yeah. Final that year. So that yeah. would have been a nice time oh, for you and your husband just to really yeah. <laughs> <bowl> <laughs> Yeah, well, it was a quite a unique experience, uh, and we we got to share that with some of the other families, which was lovely. Um, so the quarantine in itself was a great experience, and then you know over to Brisbane, um, you know that we got to see the prelim there and the grand final. So, but I think it'll be absolutely fantastic to to be back at the MCG. I love the MCG, so there's nothing quite like it. Mm. Uh, so this year is really really special. It's got a great feel about it. So I'm hoping all the stars align for the Geelong footy club this this week well luckily your boys play for the same team so that makes it nice and easy for (laughs) you enjoy the game enjoy the whole melbourne build-up suzanne we can't thank you enough for your time this morning and go geelong yeah thank you very much and hope it all goes well the dead set legends triple m We've got a guest in studio. Welcome, St Kilda legend Nick Rewalt. Morning, gang. Rui, we're, uh, Joey just gave away. We're trying to give away a $5,000 voucher for barbecues galore. Now, you are a whiz when it comes to sort of shifting up stuff. What's your, Correct. What's your, what's your go-to on the barbie? Uh, oh, well, it depends who. And, a, depend, humble, and well, a humble chef yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> depends who you're cooking for, Jay-Z. Okay. Well, well, it depends who you're like. Are we having a barbecue or yeah, what are we barbecue doing? Barbecue with friends. Yeah. Barbecue with friends. Oh, kids Grand just, final day. Kids Lovely. butcher sausage, like easy. Mm-hmm. Just um, get get them taken care of. And then so when Chicken ribs? Pardon? Chicken ribs? Chicken ribs. Uh, are you barbie. doing chicken ribs, eh? <laughs> <laughs> chicken kids. ribs. Chicken ribs. Yeah. That's not the first thought that comes to mind when you think oh, barbie. Oh, like, get chicken some chicken ribs. ribs on the barbie. Joey's pulled out the chicken ribs. How are they doing? Right, well, let's go. Let's pull on this. Right. How are you doing the chicken ribs? Just throw them on the barbie. Right, so they're already seasoned yeah, already and marinated. Started, yeah, marinated. Yeah, marinated. a bit marinated. controversial this morning. Firstly, you say no tomato sauce on your sausage yeah. sizzle, and then you've gone, put some chicken ribs on the barbie. Oh, controversial. <laughs> I've never seen chicken ribs on a barbecue. So I'll butcher sausage for the kids, but I'll, yeah. I've got like, a, and I've got this from barbecues galore, um, I've got a big spit. So nice. I like I like a like a rotisserie. So you yeah. get the coals going early in the morning, and ma- like maybe nice. a big ribeye. So all of the Ooh. all of the, uh, the the bones still attached. That, yeah. That's always a that's always yeah. a pleaser. Mm. Yeah, we, we've done that before. You've come yeah. over and had that before, haven't you, Joey? Looking forward to doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't make yeah. it too hot though. That'd be good. You got to get the temperature right. What do you mean? Oh, low and slow. The, you got the coals underneath. Yeah, yeah. Like just low and low, low heat, and just let it sit on there for hours and hours, Jay. Oh, I'd like, love to delicious. carry on with this conversation, but we've got Harry Taylor. Now the spearing ball by Tui was wonderful. Harry Taylor lines up for goal. Got it. Cool one on one. Harry Taylor just too good for Rance. You don't say that very often. Left foot shot on the way. He loves it. Big H has got a couple inside fifty. It's a foot race. Rance has got real work to do. They close in on Rancy. He had a nervous moment. And now Harry Taylor dribbles it through. I haven't seen this stuff happen to Alex Rance for five years. Just outside 50, centering ball. Harry Taylor, brilliant to shut the gate and make it four in the game for Harry Taylor. And he kicks it, has played some sort of game, Harry Taylor. He is a two-time Premiership player, now working with the Cats in a high-performance role and joins us. Harry Taylor, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate uh, yeah the opportunity to have a chat. 
Oh, as do we. We love having you on the show. Hey, I'll get to straight down to business because I know you've been asked about this man a lot this week. Max Holmes, how's he doing? Yeah, he. Uh, I'm at the club at the moment. Haven't seen him yet, but uh, he'll be on his way pretty soon. Um, he's got a uh, a pretty solid day planned. Um, do our planning sort of in the mornings, uh, pre-training and just going through it. He's got a pretty solid plan to get through. If we're really hopeful, he can complete that and then uh, we'll hopefully uh, have some more updates as the week goes on. So, Harry, when does he got to do the bulk of his running? When is the actual physical fitness test going to take place for Max Holmes? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. We're sort of, at the moment, really governed by how he's pulling up uh, after each one of his sessions every day treatment and then the, the physical component. Um, he'll do a, a body of work today uh, and then most likely will probably be uh, Thursday um, or Friday when we do some sort of uh, testing to see what he can and can't do um, and able to, to give that information to the coaches and then they'll make their sort of selections based on some of the medical information. How's he doing mentally? Because I imagine it's been pretty intense ever since he hobbled off in the, in the third quarter of the prelim final. I mean, he's been one of the stories of the week and there's obviously so much at stake for him in, in featuring in the grand final. Yeah, it's actually been um, really positive, certainly externally. I mean, he might um, internally be um, fighting some demons at different times, but he's a, a pretty sort of jovial guy at the best of times, very laid back. It's quite funny most of the young guys coming in these days are, are pretty laid-back characters and he certainly fits into that category so um, look he is also only 20 years of age so he doesn't have the broad perspective yet that a senior AFL player would have but um, he's handling his emotions as well as I think he could be at the moment. Hey, Harry there's been a lot of talk that Geelong have timed this to the absolute minute and you're a big part of that. Have you being pleased with where it's at. Do you think this is perfect preparation for the grand final, not just in recent weeks, but building over the pre-season, the way you've managed players throughout the year? Has it all culminated to be perfect for this weekend? Uh, well, perfect might be a stretch. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're certainly, uh, yeah, we're certainly pretty proud of some of the planning we did way back in November, December, and January, and how we've been able to execute on most of that. Um, look, it is a delicate balance between trying to get enough work in, uh, but also the rest periods. And then you've got the overlay of how hard games are from week to week. You've also got your demographic of players. And in our case, it's sort of an average age of 28 plus to work through. But um, look, we've managed to give guys some rest where required. We've been able to get some really solid work in, particularly through the middle of the year, which I think was important. Um, and now we're just, uh, yeah, like... Sydney would be hoping for a little bit of luck and, and some, some good fortune on game day, plus all of our processes, and hopefully it goes to plan. We're chatting to former Geelong superstar now working at the club, Harry Taylor, and the one that's probably benefited the most, it seems like, is Paddy Dangerfield. Now, there was a lot of issues with him right back to the start of the season with that calf and then some you know re-aggravation of it throughout the middle part of the year. Has that been the one for you where you've had the most work with Paddy to make sure that he was primed and getting through those calf issues to be ready for his opportunity to win his flag? Yeah, Paddy's been um, he's been a, a high priority athlete uh, for uh, yeah a lot of the year. He just unfortunately didn't quite um, get his physical stuff right early in the season. He had a couple of little hiccups, as you mentioned there, um, and he's worked really, really diligently. I think we've seen a bit of a mind shift certainly for Paddy. Throughout that process, I think he's sort of publicly spoke about um, looking at things slightly differently. I mean, he was facing mortality, he said, for the first time in terms of injury. He hadn't missed many games at all in mm. his 300-plus career. So 
I think his mindset has shifted slightly as well. Um, and I think the Cats and our, our team are really benefiting from that. So, um, look, he was fantastic last week. If he can bring that same energy and desire, um, he's going to have another outstanding game. And, Harry, you played on some of the champion key forwards uh, of, of modern times. Nick Rewalt clearly being one of them. Lance Franklin um, is another one. You had plenty of, um, you know, super battles with him. What's your advice for young, you know, Sam DeConing and Tom Stewart? How do you stop Lance Franklin? I know you kept that really detailed journal and notebook about all your matchups, etc. What does it say in there about trying to stop the big budwar? Yeah, I'll, I'll encourage him to try to uh, get as much sleep as you can because they're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty nervous moments knowing you're going to plan these superstars. So I'm renowned for my grey hair these days. Uh, <laughs> I came on a bit earlier than I wanted, but I think Rewalt, uh, 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 Buddy, you know, Josh Kennedy's blokes are to blame for that. I'd like to see a grey Sam Connie. It would uh, be quite interesting. But, uh, look, he, he'll go through some stuff probably with uh, the coaches and me today. Um, I can uh, help him out with some of my experiences on uh, playing on Buddy. But at the end of the day, it's up to him to really go out there with the right mindset, uh, go out there and, and continue to back in the processes that he's used all year because he has has, has had an outstanding season. Um, he's another guy who's pretty laid back and pretty jovial. He does get nervous, but um, he just needs to really back himself in. There's a lot of self-doubt this time of year, and I'm sure all of our players, our coaches, uh, Sydney would be the same. But the counter to that is your self-belief, and you only build that through the way you prepare, uh, the way that you sort of physically and mentally get yourself ready to go in the game. And uh, I think often in these big games, it's the players and the team who can you know, fall back on that self-belief first who actually end up winning the game. And we're pumped for Saturday's grand final. All the best on Saturday, and fingers crossed for Max Holmes as well. No worries at all. Thanks very much, guys. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Hey, interesting. We're talking to Harry Taylor about Max Holmes. He was saying today is quite a pivotal day. It's all sounding pretty optimistic around Max Holmes and his chances of playing Saturday's grand final. You can semi-relate to this, Nick Rewalt. Yeah, a little little bit different because it was a bit more uh, cloak and dagger stuff. So um, on the Tuesday, when I saw Max Holmes running a lap the other day at training with the crowd, I can relate to that because in 2009 we had the similar situation and I was just doing strides along the far side of the wing there and felt like you were running a 400 at the Olympics. Got a little bit excited, (laughs) got a little bit excited, uh, did probably a little bit too much and went a little bit too quick and had a little uh, groin strain. So uh, no one really knew. I just walked off the track and said to the docs, uh, I think we've got an issue here. And up until the Thursday night, it was under a little bit of a cloud, but was doing strides up and down the hallways of Box Hill Hospital because <laughs> we needed to find an off-Broadway hospital because yes. grand final week, you know, this, this would have been a yeah. pretty big story. Um, so injecting the spot and trying to see if we could numb it so that it didn't sort of hamper hamper the running. So Thursday night, not ideal preparation. No. Not for someone that was um, wound up pretty yeah. tight. Yeah, you at, were coached with it the really well. Of, at the really best relaxed. Of Actually, I've got, a, I've got a bone to pick with you. I'm a, like, on. I listen to this show. Yeah. I'm an avid listener. Mm-hmm. And when I don't listen to it live, I get yes. to tune in on the on the listener apps. I always catch up. I, got, I get a lot of drive-bys. <laughs> I, I get a lot of drive-bys on this show. And even yesterday, you with the, or oh, how would Captain Sirius have gone? So that's okay from you. No backup from you. <laughs> I played 17 years of footy with you. No backup with from you. I work with you every week and you just like every what week. What were we talking about? 
Oh, so, I don't know. Okay. But just oh, cap- no, captain series. It wasn't about in the rooms about how yes. relaxed some of the Craig McRae oh. and lets the clubs be and then <laughs> old captain series over here. But you embrace it, really. You no. admit that yeah. you were highly strung for, what, 17 years of your life and mm. now you're a bit more chill. Oh, am I 39? Yeah. And being a young reporter, <laughs> like, so t- 10 years ago when you go into the rooms and you speak to coaches, like, it was all pretty cool. Collingwood could be edgy around Mick Mould as the time. You go into St Kilda, you got to, like, prepare yourself. It's like, right, I'm going to see Ross. I'm going to see Nick. He's going to be, like, you know, giving me the crazy eyes. If I get too close to someone or something like that, so yeah, you who, had to... who did you like out of that St Kilda crew back in the 09, 2010? Uh, were they likable? Joey, Joe. when they doing the, when you were doing the bubble thing, the it, bubble thing was outrageous. It was like it was intense. But you know, it's, he, you know, it's funny. We talk about Captain Serious, and we're all a bit more relaxed. But none of us had actually planned our celebrations for grand final if we won, what we were going to do. Yet Captain Serious here, <laughs> who would have made sure if anyone had a thought anything other than just focusing on your role and yes. what you've got to do, you had a little bit of a plan to celebrate after the grand final in case we did win. Just a little one. My, my, my brother. So 2009, my brother was living in New York and he, he was in Cuba, of all yeah. places, uh, prelim final week. And he said, if you win, I'm coming back for the granny. I said, well, if you win... You know, just duck into the local little cigar man in Cuba and grab (laughs) some Cubans and bring some Cubans back. So my brother flew back, smuggled in. um, (laughs) I think we're past the statute of limitations, (laughs) so he's okay. Smuggled in a full box of Cuban cigars, which I took with me under my seat when I drove into the MCG in 2009. They didn't get smoked, but I uh, packed them the next year in 2010. Uh, So you were thinking of like a Michael Michael Jordan moment, you know, Michael Jordan smoking a cigar. Bring out the cigar. When did you you smoke them? When did you smoke That's them? That's bad karma. I, I, I blame you for You've never losing. What do you mean? Never smoked them. Oh, oh. bad, bad karma. You so Jack could go and prearrange to sing with the killers, <laughs> and that was okay. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. So, Rui, we were talking earlier this morning about Geelong v Sydney, Saturday's grand final. You've got to pick a team. If you're a neutral, you can't sit on the fence. You have to pick a team, don't you? Uh, yeah, I think you do. Yes, sometimes you Sometimes you go in without even knowing. And then you yes. just it just sort of dawns on you, okay, that's who, that's who I'm going for. But I thought we should all decide right here, right now, who we're going for. Yeah? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. We're in? Yeah, right. I'm in. Okay. All right. So let's Joey, go. Joey's, not, Joey's a bit flattered. He wants to make, he wants to keep his neutrality. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. He wants to be like Switzerland. Well, I don't mind who wins. Well, I'd have to barrack for a team. I don't care who wins. Yeah. Oh, I'm, just I'm, a great I'm game. No, I'm, I'm final. not buying that. You've got to pick a team. Okay. Let's get into grand final spirit. So we'll compare the pair. I've got a f- few pointers, and then okay. after this, I think we'll all settle on a team. Okay. So, who has the better song? Geelong or Sydney? Is it the Geelong yeah. one? Yeah. That one gives me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> or the Sydney Swans. This is easy for mine. I Geelong. Nah. No, I think Sydney. I like Sydney. Yeah. I like their little ukulele Shit. thing they've got midway through the song, too. Yeah. yeah. Their songs. Like, like <laughs> Sydney's just. Only because Geelong's makes me want to throw up. Okay, so we're going Geelong or yeah. Sydney? Joey? Sydney song. Sydney like song. That. Sydney song. Sydney song. Yeah, go with Geelong. Geelong, I'm going Sydney. Mm-hmm. The SCG or GMHBA Stadium? Oh, please, SCG. SCG? SCG. What's wrong with. I'll take K Park. Oh. They've used it to their advantage for a long time. They've manipulated that nicely. It's popular with the, sort of everyone else. Which captain would you be more determined to play for? Joel Selwood or I'm picking one Sydney captain here because I know they've got a few. Mm-hmm. Luke Parker. No, Joel. 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 
Hang on, Luke. Oh, so you, you're not what even. You're, that's, you... This is just disingenuous now. <laughs> okay, this is getting better. Why is that? Who would what, you what's, rather? What's floating your boat about, Luke? Oh, he's just understated. Gets the job done. Yeah. Um, who Gave would you Dylan rather Shield? watch the game with? The King of Geelong, Billy Brownless, or the one and only Tony Lockett? Oh, Billy. <laughs> Well, Who would you rather watch get a word. the Based game? Based on my last interaction with Plugger, <laughs> um, I texted him last week and I got a uh, – it was probably a three-paragraph text and I got a two-word response. <laughs> Pretty uh, blunt. No probably thanks. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's my new best mate. We're going to Fiji together, so I'm going to go out and watch a grand final with yeah. him. Have you talked about what you're going to do? We're going to go on some little day trips. We might go for a hike together, me and Billy. Yeah. That'll be short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Billy too. Yep. Who wouldn't want to watch the footy with Billy Brownless? Yeah. And finally, who would be the better, what would be rather, the better post-grand final party? Drinks in Geelong or drinks in Bondi? Yeah, Sydney. Be, that'd be rocking. Yeah, the Coogee uh, Pavilion is one of my favourites. Coogee. Coogee. It's Coogee in Perth. That's yeah, why you're okay. married to a West Aussie. Does Lammy still exist? Yes. Oh, that's a massive. So, night. that's a good night. Very Lammies. sticky floor. Yeah, I'll from, take Lammies. From what I can gather, I think we're all going Sydney. There was a lot of Sydney answers there. No, I'll take the cats. I mean, a massive story. Chris Scott, yeah. Rui, who I'm are you a, going for? I'm a, I'm a huge Chris Scott fan. Uh, I just think he's what he's been able to do has been unbelievable. There wasn't a question about Chris Scott. Yeah, but <laughs> we're, we're, we're the analysts. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. uh, Chris, so Chris Scott and the cats for me, please. I think I answered half Sydney, half Geelong, so I'm still neutral. <laughs> yeah, still look, still I think I'm, I'm leaning towards the cats winning only slightly. The more I look into it this week, the more I think the Swans can win. But I, I still think Geelong. I would like to see the Cats win. I think they deserve it after what they've been able to do for a long period of time. Yeah, I'm going to long too. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rui, you, you raised a good point earlier. What about the people who don't get into footy? Yeah, yeah. What right. are they well, doing well, this weekend? I was thinking about this yesterday because I was speaking to my <laughs> mum um, and asking what she was doing on the weekend. She said, oh, I'm flying to, back to Hobart because Nan's here at the moment. Nan's 93 and Nanny Faye's come over. But your so, mum's into footy, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, but she, she is flying to Hobart. I said, what time? She's 2.30. Oh, so she's on, on the plane mm. on Saturday, which got me thinking, what what are you going to be doing if you're not into footy? Because it's a massive weekend. People are occupied. You've got to make the most of this opportunity if you're a non-football watcher. True. Where can you capitalise? Well, on some, think, somewhere that's quiet and there aren't too many people because everyone's watching the grand final? So Bunnings on the weekend yes. is chaos. Yeah. Absolute chaos. So if you need some DIY stuff done, I reckon you've got to hit Bunnings on Saturday. Yeah, that's yep. Take advantage of the low low crowds. Don't go yep. in the morning. Go after go, lunch. Go, go, go at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Go at 2 o'clock. <laughs> you can get a footy sausage and sort of get into the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you want to get your hair done, because getting a like getting a hair appointment, you know, it's a, it's a yeah, long true. sort of process. Yep. So go and get your hair done. Mm-hmm. Where do you get your hair done? Like, I find that pretty easy to be honest. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Just you getting a blowaway? Just a little something. local barber. I'm more talking to I the, think uh, that to was the female more to women, audience, yeah. Jay. You know, we cater to everyone here. Uh, and if you if you're keen to go to a good restaurant and yeah. you struggle mm. for a booking. This could be your opportunity mm. for a late a, style a lunch. Restaurant that yeah. doesn't show the footy. Yeah, yeah. I think like a high sh- shopping generally. It'd be a good opportunity to, because like Chadston and all that, that'd be empty, surely. Like, have to be. Deserted. The Dead Set Legends. Give me a spell. Give me a spell. Give me a spell. Give me a spell. I'll kick us off. I'm quite passionate about this one. Went to the pick and mix section of the supermarket oh, the yeah. other day. Thought I'd get a few soy crisps and pretzels. Nice. Put them in the one bag. Got told off Which to separate count? them. Yeah. Well, they're probably different prices. 
Yeah, but who cares? Like, it's probably only a couple of cents. Klepto. Trying to hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, you're all meant to be on my team. Not Give me a spell, Cal. You can't be doing that. You'll end up with your picture at the front of Woolworths. Yeah. Like, have you seen Kath Lockton? That's. I thought on. you guys were loyal colleagues. Yeah. Obviously not. Same price, I'm with you. But different prices. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Are you probably <laughs> oh, trying, what are you yeah. talking about? You probably try and get the pink lady apples through as the royal gala too, don't you? <laughs> of course. Yeah. 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 Everyone does the right tomorrow. Change the stickers. Yes. Change the little sticker. <laughs> oh, cat. Oh, sounds like you've done this before. Yeah. Um, give me a spell, cat. That's on you. Hey, uh, give me a spell having uh, slightly different size feet. Now, my left foot's bigger than my right. I tried to buy a new pair of black shoes the other day, and like I'm just constantly uncomfortable. Wait, how much bigger? Pardon? Enough for it to be needing two different size oh, really? shoes. Yes. So I got So a what's your left foot? Bigger. Yeah. Well, give me a size. My left foot is between a nine and a half and a ten, and my right is between nine, nine and a half. And then when it's very difficult to buy shoes. That so must have done your head in it all does. Give these, me a spell. All these fifty years you've been alive. Must have yep. done your head in. Fifty. <laughs> Forty. <laughs> Joey, what have you got? Uh, I'm gonna go straight to this. It's triple M's. Dead set legend of the day. Where's your give me a spell, mate? Wait, wait, wait. We're running out of time. Who is the guest here? We've got a, oh. He has a give me a spell, don't you? Yeah, you just threw to Joey. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Let's all start that again. Rui, uh, give me a My give me a spell is I got home yesterday and there was a tradesman in the driveway, right? So mm. I went to park out the front. Mm. But someone had parked out the front of our house mm. right in the middle. So you couldn't fit two cars mm. out oh, the front. There was yeah. only one car. That's annoying. So I wrote a note. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What did that say? An so aggressive note? note? Uh, passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> How did it go? Give me the first yeah. one. Uh, um, really if you here. are going to park out the front, please park properly so two cars can fit. Thanks. Did you sign off with your name? No, no, I didn't. Way. no, no I didn't. coward. <laughs> um, Give me a spell park properly. Love to finish with our dead set legend of the day. And I thought this one was fitting while Rui was here. And you know how Rui's still getting frustrated, Jay Z, about not winning that premiership. Nah, I'm good. I'm what going about, along this way. You're writing <laughs> passive aggressive notes to your neighbour about their car park. Rui, this is really going to annoy you, but we're going to make him the dead set legend of the day. This little kid, Zach O'Keefe, 15 year old from Gippsland, you know what he did? He won three premierships in the space of two weeks. Well little, done, Zacho. Yeah, we feel happy for him. What? How? Well, playing under, he played under 16s in his own team. Then he played in the fourths, and he also played in the seniors down at his local club. Shit. So he won three premierships in the space of two weekends. See, you guys, well, it's so easy. That is easy. <laughs> little I won one every year as a junior. Some of us, some of us played 16 years. And Couldn't couldn't manage one. one after the age of 18. Yeah. <laughs> three in two weeks. Well done, Zach. You get out there. Well done, Zach. Loved having you in, yes, Rui. We'll be back Rui. tomorrow from 7 a.m. Enjoy the sleeping, you two. This has been Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends is done for another day. The Chemist Warehouse Half Price Sale on now. Get big brand vitamins and cosmetics for half price. T's and C's apply. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Joey, Jay and Kath will be back tomorrow with more of Triple M's Dead Set Legends Grand Final Week Edition. Make sure you do a little bit of training. Keep yourself in good shape. Don't come back too fat. That was always my little one. (laughs) 